everyone and welcome to another episode of Treating You, presented to you by Bart's Health. This is the podcast that gives a voice to our 18,000 staff, shines a light on their day-to-day working lives and show you the public some of their amazing stories and experiences. In this podcast, we chat to the people who keep the trust going and the most inspirational stories from our patients. We discuss how they came to be at Bart's Health, their healthcare journey and how they treat you. Last week we published a podcast to mark Clean Air Day with a discussion with Dr Anna Moore, East London resident Kevin White and local councillor Clyde Lokes. In this mini episode we're treating you to another short conversation between Anna and Dr Abigail Whitehouse. She works as an NIHR academic clinical lecturer and respiratory doctor at Bart's Health. Abby is also a researcher in air pollution at Queen Mary University London, which is one of the biggest and most prestigious centres doing research in the area of air pollution worldwide. In this short conversation, the two of them discuss the health effects of air pollution on children and adults, how to reduce exposure and talk with patients about the issue, as well as the wider conversation. So here's an extra treat for you to enjoy with Dr Anna Moore and Dr Abigail Whitehouse. My name is Dr Abigail Whitehouse. I'm a paediatric clinical researcher who looks at the health effects of air pollution on health, particularly respiratory health in children. We know that air pollution significantly impacts children and adults of all ages. It starts right from when we're growing in the womb through to when we're in our old age. In terms of respiratory health, it affects the causation of asthma and wheezing illnesses, COPD in later life increases the risk of catching things like pneumonia and chest infections. In children, it stunts their lung growth, which means that they're more likely to have problems with lung growth once they're older. It also impacts on things like type 2 diabetes, the onset of Alzheimer's, strokes, heart attacks and cancers. In terms of what we can do about it, we need to start talking and having the conversations not just with patients, other clinicians, the public, media, anybody who is interested should be spoken to, but also we should be speaking to patients in particular and highlighting why air pollution could be impacting their own individual health. We like to talk in asthma clinic about it because it can cause asthma exacerbations. And we find that the more time that we spend talking to children about it and their families, the more interested they are and the more likely they might be to want to take action. The kinds of actions I'm talking about can be simple. So they can be active travel, they can be taking different routes, avoiding cars and car use, particularly for short journeys, thinking about public transport and how to change your routes, thinking about things inside the home, including things like our cooking practices and the use of extractor fans, making sure that we're using cleaning products that are better for the environment and also have less volatile organic compounds. And then outside, thinking about where we can limit our exposures while we wait for significant reductions in pollution levels that hopefully will come as car use is adjusted. I think the most important thing to get out though is that we need to be having conversations about this and conversations going forward and making sure that everybody's aware that air pollution impacts everybody and that that simple decision not to drive your car on a short journey is better for your health because you're walking and being more active or taking a bike but it's also better for everybody's health because you're reducing the contribution to air pollution particularly if a car is diesel 
and in the future hopefully newer hybrids and electric cars and hydrogen sources of fuel will help us to reduce our pollution levels.